outbreak in D.C. and who's at risk? I'm Shana Stulen. President Biden finishes up his controversial meeting with the Saudi crown prince. He faces fierce criticism for his work at home and abroad. We'll talk about it at 410 with PBS NewsHour's Lisa Desjardins, the and guest moderator on Washington Week. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Dell. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. President Biden is in Saudi Arabia today on day three of a four-day trip to the Middle East. He spoke just moments ago on his meeting with Saudi leaders and says he asked the crown prince if he was personally responsible for the killing of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Basically, he said that he, uh, he, he was not personally responsible for it. I, I indicated I thought he was. He said he was not personally responsible for it, and he took action against those who were responsible. As cases of monkeypox rise, there's a big push to get the vaccine into arms before it spreads even more. Health and Human Services Assistant Secretary Don O'Connell says millions of doses have been ordered from a drug maker in Denmark. On July 1st, we placed an order for 2.5 million doses that will begin arriving in the SNS late this year and into next year. Today, we're announcing an additional order of 2.5 million doses, which will bring our available supply to treat monkeypox to nearly 7 million doses by mid-2023. The CDC says there are nearly 1,500 monkeypox cases now in the United States. Some bombshell information regarding the investigation into the Capitol attack. Secret Service agents may have erased text messages from January 5th and 6th right after they were requested by officials. Here's congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane. We are already hearing from the chairman of the relevant committees, the chairs of the committees that have oversight over Secret Service. Gary Peters of Michigan said we need to get to the bottom of whether the Secret Service destroyed federal records. Congressman Benny Thompson of Mississippi said the committee will be briefed about what he calls a, quote, extraordinarily troubling destruction of records. He says their committee will respond accordingly. Yet another family tragedy involving a weapon. A five-year-old Arkansas boy got a hold of a loaded handgun and fatally shot his eight-year-old brother in their home in Pine Bluff. Jefferson County Sheriff Lafayette Woods. Lost for words right now just because of the nature of the actual incident and the ages of those involved. Investigators say the boy's mother was taking a nap at the time of the mid-afternoon shooting. Police are deciding whether criminal charges will be filed. Jim Crisula, CBS News. A San Francisco Bay Area school district built subsidized housing for teachers and staff who couldn't afford market rent. More places are exploring the idea as rent and home prices grow out of reach. In West Virginia, the American Federation of Teachers helped to build a housing complex with apartments for teachers and retail shops. Wall Street ending the trading week in the green. The Dow is up 435 points. This is CBS News. Dell's Black Friday in July sale is here with savings on top-rated business computers with Intel Core processors. Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. 403 on Friday, July 15th, 2022. 90 degrees in the nation's capital to the 60s and 70s overnight. Good afternoon. I'm Brendan Hazelton. And I'm Sean Anderson. Top local story we're following for you. Federal prosecutors and the Department of Justice say they are investigating the Maryland State Police over its hiring practices. Our story from WTOP's Kate Ryan. The announcement from U.S. Attorney Eric Barron and Department of Justice officials in the Civil Rights Division did not say what triggered the investigation, but explained... 
They'll be investigating whether the Maryland State Police engaged in racially discriminatory hiring and promotion practices. According to the release, Maryland Governor Larry Hogan and the Maryland State Police Superintendent were told about the investigation and have pledged their cooperation. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. It is 4.04. It has been two weeks now since a motorcyclist died in a crash while being pursued by police in Northeast D.C. And his family wants to know why no body camera footage or dash cam video has been released. That story from WTOP's Christy King. You want to know what happened? Mayana Herndon is talking about the crash that killed her husband, 29-year-old James Darren Herndon. It happened while he was being pursued by U.S. Park Police in a chase initiated by D.C. Police June 27th. Could we get answers? to what took place that night. The family and attorney Brian McDaniel want both police departments to release video. Immediately to provide them at least with an opportunity to review any and all body-worn camera footage and uh, dash cam footage that might be available. Christy King, WTOP News. Now, WTOP has reached out to both police departments and is waiting for comment. 405, we've had monkeypox cases all around our region, and we're now getting a better sense of the monkeypox outbreak in the district. As of yesterday, slightly more than 100 people have tested positive. The health department is urging you to be cautious. There is a monkeypox vaccine. That's the good news. The bad news is there's a limited supply. To get it, you have to pre-register and be eligible. Among those who are eligible, gay, bisexual men 18 years or older, or transgender women who have sex with men. Now, even if you aren't eligible but think you need the vaccine, D.C. Health wants you to register so they can know what the demand is in the city. They say most cases are among gay white men ages 25 to 39. And so far through contact tracing, they found 535 people who've had close contact with those who tested positive. If you have a rash or lesions, they urge you to go to your doctor to get tested. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Find out more about vaccine eligibility and how to register at WTOP.com. A parking garage at Baltimore's Inner Harbor partially collapsed early today. Luckily, no one was hurt. Images posted by the Baltimore Fire Department on social media showed debris blocking an entrance, but the extent of the damage is not yet clear. That garage is tucked behind an office building across the street from Baltimore's waterfront. Cause still under investigation. And the fire department says nearly 50 cars will be stuck inside until inspectors can help drivers get to them. If you take Virginia Railway Express, you will ride for free during September. Your trip will also be free during October for certain stations in Northern Virginia and D.C. This is all happening as Metro Rail prepares to temporarily shut down its blue and yellow line stations south of Reagan National starting September 10th. The metro shutdown is expected to last six weeks. VRE welcomes full-size bicycles on all trains. Coming up after traffic and weather while President Biden tries to navigate a diplomatic minefield in the Middle East, Democrats are facing another major legislative challenge here at home. We'll talk to the congressional correspondent at PBS NewsHour in a few minutes. It's 4.07. Here's a highlight from Tim Jones, the regional vice president of systems engineering for public sector at Four Scout Technologies on the Zero Cyber Trust Exchange presented by Kerasoft. We've been asking teams for years to start to level up on some of those maturity requirements. Um, knowing what's on my enterprise and how I'm going to start to establish that is a core tenet that we usually like to start with. 
from a force cap perspective. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zero Trust Cyber Exchange. The convergence of IT, IoT, and OT networks poses challenges for federal cybersecurity teams. The Federal Zero Trust strategy requires agencies to extend their current deployments to protect this growing threat landscape. Forescout works with the U.S. military and civilian agencies.